good evening. <laughs> that you? was an impression of me doing an impression of myself. An impression of you. So it's you doing an impression of, was it Chad from Red Off Sheffield doing an impression of you? Yeah, yeah. Very cyclical. It was, it was very, very accurate. I thought it probably wasn't quite dour enough, actually. But uh, yeah, I did listen to a bit of their pod. Uh, it was like kind of uh, find out about the American boys, wasn't wasn't it? Sort of pod. Uh, enjoyed it. Some, some great stuff on there. It was it was quite good, actually. Quite amusing. Anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, there's the other... Uh, we've, we've tweeted them before. I'm sure you know about them. But uh, Red Arthur Sheffield, they were a podcast about Sheffield United that... Um, from across the pond, two two guys from across the pond, and um and yeah, they uh, I mean that's the beauty of it as well. That not only they, they know the football and, and everything, mm. but the absolute beauty of it is just some of the stuff they say. We you know because obviously the, the American accents, but also like, I mean, they did an impression of us, didn't they? So uh, it's like, you, for example, you got how can I think of this like. Oh, I can, I, yeah. Like, so how they might have described the goal of the month, for example, uh, be like, Reese Nines and Davies pulled the ball square, missed everyone, including a dive from the law firm, Morgan Gibbs White. But in came the star man, Georgie Boy Baldock. He hit it, and I'm going to use a lacrosse term here. It went cross frame to the deep south, and boy, oh boy, did the lane erupt. Yeah, you, you no. Know, I don't want to repeat what you just said, but wow. You came onto it like a rabbit dog feasting on your nutsack and really fanny whacked that bastard into the top fucking asshole. <laughs> anyway, that's what they sound like. And I think it is Chad. I think I've got it right way around there. I'm sure it's Chad who you, just... To be honest, you are wasted in whatever you do with computers. You, you should be going into... Uh, it's quite a niche kind of uh, market, though, isn't it? Impressions of... Sheffield United fellow podcasters, co-commentators. I don't think there's going to be like a queue lining up at the uh, at the lead mill. Uh, yes, uh, it could be save our lead mill gig. Web- <laughs> Webster does. Webster does. Obscure blaze. No offense to Red Arf, and we're obscure. We're more obscure than anyone. We are. We're, we're uh, someone very obscure doing impressions of people slightly less obscure. It's going to pack them in at lead mill. That that save our lead mill gig is going to going to be a sellout. But yes, so they've 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 banged out a pod. Um, Blaze Pod did a like a, a review of their draft. You know when they picked the players. Uh, I've got to be honest, I haven't heard that yet. And I've, I didn't actually listen to Red Half Sheffield. I just found the impression. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I do need to listen. I've just not had time. It's been a bit a bit busy since I got back to work after COVID. So uh, I will uh, I will try and listen to those at some point. But they are both uh, very good. Yeah, so basically what you're saying is I've not heard them. I'm just going to say they're good. But they are. No, they but are I've, heard them be- I've heard them before, so I know they're going to be good. I know that I'm going to be assured of a, a, a titter or two and some good in- insight. A titter or two? That's not very nice, is it? I thought you just, you just talked them up and now you're slagging them off. Bloody hell. So, no, so hot on the heels of that, we, we were going to do... Um, a rock and goal years, and that started to disappoint uh, the likes of Roy and Shoreham View, who were desperate for it. But we will do it. It might be a summer job now. We might do a couple of them in the summer. Uh, that could be some back-to-back uh, rock and goal years. We, but the problem with those type of podcasts is it prepare it. You know, it 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 needs us to do some preparation, research, work, and we aren't really 
we're not really into that sort of thing, are we? No. I mean, the only people less prepared than us are uh, living with Maidley. If you've not listened to any podcast this week, you'll enjoy listening to that one where they just turn up and go, oh, I've not really watched any of this. I've not really done any of it. And I thought, thank Christ, it's not just us. But um, again, another really entertaining podcast. And we'll touch on that later because uh, we've got a question about them, bizarrely. Um uh-huh. But, um, so so yeah. we put it to a, a Paul, put it to a Paul, oh, and uh, not Graham Paul, and uh, I know others have done kind of mailbag questions, a lot of pods do them, some of this Sheffield Night, I think Four Blaze in a Pub did it a bit back, and I think Blaze Pod have done so we're like, like normal, just nicking everyone else's ideas and going to do it uh, ourselves. Correct. Yep. Oh, it wasn't. In fairness, we didn't nick this idea. Someone nicked it on our behalf. Someone said, "I don't want. I don't want you to do rock and go years. I want you to do a mailbag edition." So we said, "All right, we'll put it to right. vote then." Thinking that everyone would say, "Don't care what you say at best of times. Never mind hearing yeah. what you've got to say about random crap." But yeah, it backfired, and here we are. Here we are. Um, we probably should have got abs- absolutely wasted, but we're. I'm. I'm still on. I'm still a school night. Uh, mode because it is a school night so i'm just on a, a simple coffee but uh you you were having a yeah i uh, i knocked off at work earlier and i had a tinny already and i'm just about to crack my second one which is a some, well something that um yeah I've, I've not even looked at the front of this yet something um lise Mousse probably experiences quite often beaver town heavy gravity <laughs> oh that's is that new new beaver town yeah no, range I saw it. I, I bought this a good, like a good few weeks oh, or months ago. I just saw that there's some, you know, some big cans where they have them on, on their own sort of thing. I thought, oh, I'll try one of them. And I knew it were Beaver Town when I bought it. I forgot about it. It's been in the fridge about a month or so. And yeah, I thought this this will do for tonight. So I'll crack this six point five percent. So I'll be slurring oh, by the end. I mean, why? What? I mean, we love most of the Beaver Town uh, range. Why they're not sponsoring us yet? After the amount of plugs they've had off us, uh, <laughs> is just a disgrace, really. Why that London brewery, of which no one will have any clue that Sheffield United exists, let alone uh, some fans that talk about him. But yeah, if, if anyone knows anyone at Beaver Town Brewery, hit them up. I don't know what that means. Yeah. So uh, we, we should, at this point, should have like some sort of jingle that says we're delving, we're delving down into our ball bag, mail bag. <laughs> um, uh, we've no jingle. We're just we're, what we'll do. We'll we'll no no particular order, no particular planning. We're just going to do it. Off the bat, basically. Off to, the dead to, bat. Off the dead bat. <laughs> and we're just going to read through the, the, the questions. Some questions we've not done because, uh, to be honest, they were a bit serious and a bit boring. So we, <laughs> we're, we're trying to stick with the, uh, the, the you know, most of the more off, off, the, off the wall ones. Um, but, um, yeah, I've not done that. Well, I haven't done any research. I'm literally going to just, just make this up as I go along. So I hope you're similarly uh, unprepared. Well, you you compiled the questions from the Twitter thread, and all I've which, done which, it... compa- which which basically was me copying and pasting yeah. a Twitter feed and sending it to you. That's and then the what? Prep. And then, like one of our many um, podcast uh, impressions, I've then copied your copy and put it into a Word document, which I'm now looking at. That's so, it. so yeah, that's that's some good stuff. I and am going to just start yeah. my snacks. Uh, I haven't got beer, but I've got some <laughs> mini egg chalk cakes. Nice. I do love a mini egg and I do like a cake. So you can't really go wrong, wrong with mini egg cakes, yeah. can you? Trying not to eat all them. So, uh, you will. So, do. yeah. So, what should we, should we just, uh, somebody said you should, you should ask the questions in the style of Ke- Kevin Gage, not, not my Kevin Gage, apparently. Which <laughs> well, is, well this, yeah, because Liam, Liam Marley from, uh, yeah. 
from Living the aforementioned Living with Maidley podcast. He said, can all, all questions be read in the voice of Gage? And I thought, no, we're asking for questions, not ridiculous requests. And then Phil Inley chipped in, really a regular sort of, well, I'm going to say friend of the pod. He's like bully of the pod, I think, uh, chipped in with um, not DB's thin gruel version, though. <laughs> so, uh, a bit harsh, I thought. I think, I think your impression was spot on last time, but... One minute um, I'm fat, then I'm thin. Make your mind up. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I suppose I'm going to have to do that. I'll, I'll, I'll do it in the order that you copied and pasted them. Although you say about this, about the jingle, one thing that Andy Jones said was, we'll just get the usual format, won't we? Chat about biscuits, <laughs> then something about a workmate, off on a tangent, some impressions and SUTV reviews, and then a sudden end. This <laughs> is what he put. And, yeah, no jingles, basically. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to do... Uh... What's in the box, though? No, it's probably for the best. I don't want to know what's in my box. Anyway, on that note, um... the first question is from um, Hal, uh, well, a well-known uh, Blades. I call him a celebrity now. I think he's gone gone up in the world. A celebrity? Yeah. Well, he, he's no, he's no more of a celebrity than I am. He, uh, he's all, all he does is appear on a on a really dodgy stream and a. a Anyway, anyway, anyway. Hal says, you got any anecdotes about meeting players that you can share at all? Well, I saw he, he, um, he asked us this question and then he tweeted it out. So we had some, I saw some really good responses, actually, on Twitter. But um, shall I do some of mine? And then but we've got some uh, combined meetups, haven't we, as well? We've got some shared blades, communal uh, <laughs> uh, meetings. Um, I mean, the most famous one for, for, for me that is often... <laughs> doubted uh, by, by Webding is um, I lived in a, a village uh, between Sheffield and, and, and Rotherham and workshops sort of between all three of those. The golden um, triangle. And one, of our, one of our most famous <laughs> players lived in uh, the, the neighbouring village. Um, I once went to a chip shop called the Aphrodite, went for uh, I think jumbo sausage and chips. Webding's now stroking his chin um, to to suggest that he do, he still doubts this this day went in and Brian Dean was buying um, I think it was fish and chips I think it was, ch- it was fish and chips he was buying you know I, I like a jumbo sausage but I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the fish and chips tonight you know I I've, I I can't believe I mean it's one thing to lie to me as as when we were twelve year old or whatever it was eleven but to, to now lie to our I don't know twelve listeners. And, uh, and and project this across across the internet. You've got a nerve with this lie. I was about thirty, but so that one happened. Uh, that one's in in my bag. <laughs> to be fair, I, I regularly used to see another former Blade striker who probably would be close to your all-time kind of squad of players. You know, and just just down the road in the in the trooper in a, a village. I don't know why I'm not saying the village. Like like it's like it's a, like well, so in the trooper in South Anston. Uh, Mick Jones, England Leeds United striker, uh, was a was a regular in, in there. That's that's all I'll say on that matter. Well, yeah, I think I think he was a regular right from actually playing as well. Because my dad tells story of, I think it was it was either him or John Tudor, but he said he used to see them both in there quite regularly. And he said that he basically ended up in Trooper, and he were just banging on, telling someone like really reminiscing about this goal, like shouting about, oh, he did this, and it was brilliant finish. Oh, mate. And then he turned around and he was stood right behind him. So he, he felt like a bit of a pillock, <laughs> like basically like licking his ass, even though they were right next to yeah. him. 
I mean, I, I, I did, um, and I've wrote an article for Den Blades, so I'm not going to give this story away, but I did grow up with a, a former United hero of the 80s, uh, actually stayed in his house on a number of occasions, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that one. That's something to just wet, wet people's whistle, uh, so to speak. But, um, save that one for what? Operation Utree? No, Den Blades, uh, I've wrote, I've wrote a, a proper article, done some proper writing in that. Blood, bloody proper writing and that. That's the quality of the English that's going to be in there. I look forward to that. I know who it is. I'm not going to. I'm not going to reveal it. Ones of uh, yeah, of, of, of I do remember when my son was younger. There's a place called Play Arena, um, just off Abadell Road, and literally sliding down one of those like mini slides next to uh, Dave Kitson. Dave Kitson. <laughs> yeah, and then we went in the. Uh, there's like a. The, it doesn't exist anymore. There was like a ball area where you could play football base, like an enclosed bit. He was with his son. I was with my son. And I was obviously kicking the ball towards him, which was pathetic because it <laughs> weren't that long ago. It's probably about 10, 15 years ago. And then uh, made a gag. I said, uh, better game than yesterday. This I think we'd drawn nil-nil with someone like Wimbledon or someone, or someone terrible. And uh, he loved it. Absolutely loved it. Just as long as he didn't say anything about his hair, because he hated that, didn't he? No, no, no. Um, and the most recent one was um, nearly got knocked off my bike by uh, Moussa at the top of uh, Ola Bar, because uh, obviously you don't. This was before the uh, the unfortunate accident he sustained. <laughs> um, he just, yeah, just came down, and I, I literally went, what "Are you doing your fucking wanker?" And then <laughs> straight away, instantly after the wanker went, "That's least move." was quite happy that I'd nearly got knocked off my bike by him. Is that when he was still all right, though? Still good? What? Well, he's never, uh, no, I think it was sort of... Basically, I think it's, it's, his decline started after I swore at him. So it's your fault, is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Which is fair yeah. enough. Um, I, 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 I like putting people in... Sh- Laurent DiGiaffo um, and George Santos are both seen in TK Maxx. Um, which I'm very pleased about. Changing uh, David Gisbrecks, David Gisbrecks in Tesco, and Nick Montgomery, Tesco on Aberdale Road. Uh, Carlos Saab is a regular at Milhouse's Park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there's hundreds. It's a, it's a pod on its own. Do you want to pick out some of your particular... F- I know you, you've had a few. A few. I remember a, uh, an experience in a toilet with, a fo- with, a, with, with a, another former Blades <laughs> favourite that you had. Oh, yeah. You mean on the train? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the one that was almost a shared one. You, you were nearby. I went, went for a piss on a train back from uh, Manchester. Someone really knocking on door. I'm like, obviously, you've you've had a few drinks. So it's a bit of a, it's not a quick piss. Knocking on door and like, eventually, like, I'm finished. I wash my hands because good hygiene is important. Open door like a little crack, little way. Tony Garner's face staring back at me. <laughs> like, come on. And I went. Sorry, not today, thank you. And shut door again, and um, and then and then opened it again, and then there were all these re- really serious people. Do you not know who that is? How can how dare you do that? Do you know? Like, well, of course I know who it is, dickhead. And then gave tipped him a little wink. Again, he 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 knew. He he tipped him he, a little what? I said wink. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, didn't to to his own. Um, he, yeah, he 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 had a good laugh about that. Um. So didn't quite share the toilet with him, but did share a swimming pool with um, Matt Hill and uh, Bob Harris, the um, 
the, what would you say? The incompetent left-sided defence <laughs> of that yeah, time. That, that sums them up, doesn't it? Yeah, um, and they I were both... the shower room. It was, so it was a bit of both. So me, me and the missus, for some reason, we were at Sheffield Hilton. I think, for some reason, I think we'd stayed in Sheffield and gone out for an hour. When I just started going out with her, we went out in Sheffield. And um, and we were in, in the Hilton, like, swimming pool area, just having a bit of a splash around. And these two idiots came in with some, someone in a tracksuit, and they were obviously injured. And um, missus were like, who are these idiots? I'm like, inflatables fanning around. And I went, turn around and Oh, it's just two Sheffield United players. <laughs> and, uh, and sure enough, it were um, Hill and uh, and Harris. And then I saw him like got changed at the same time, which were I didn't plan this. It weren't like oh, I'm going to see, yeah, let's see if I can see the knobs. Uh, it just happened that we were in changing room at the same time. And um, I think Matt Hill had got injured literally the night before in a match. I think he'd come on. Do you remember this? He came on as sub. And then injured himself, kicking ball out of play, and had to go straight off again. I do remember that. <laughs> I remember the laughing at that. And then, so I just walked past him in changing rooms and went, "Good cameo last night, Matt." Went, Fuck off. He <laughs> <laughs> like, enjoyed it. We like, I had a bit of a laugh and, uh, and a giggle. And then bloody Milaco, one of them like sort of ground level ones, as Bob Harris's were like one across and one up. So I'm trying to get in my locker. Is he's knackers are dangling in my face so i can i can confirm that for a short man he's um yeah, he's well proportioned um or just maybe he's averagely proportioned and very very short in stature so it just makes makes it appear bigger so that's a penis i've seen um i've i have seen i've seen james beat outside uh outside crucible said how, how bad's your injury james because we're after a match and before going to the snooker he went oh i'll be all right <laughs> so that with that, I think th- these are fitting Hal's tedious um, yeah. uh, ask, aren't they? So um, quite regularly, saw Kieran Freeman on train because yeah. um, he, he used he, to watch wrestling videos. Yeah, so he, he was constantly on his iPad, just look staring at his iPad all the time. And he, he always used to sit in it door. Mm-hmm. So one day I thought, right, I'm, I'm going to get ready to get off, and I stood behind. Stood behind him at the door, thinking, "What? what? Thinking it might be some training videos or just watching a film." Nope, he were watching some nineties wrestling. <laughs> so, like, make of that what you will. But yeah, he were regularly on train. Uh, we both saw the team at Exeter when we got there too early. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I, yeah, because you you parked up, or, like drove to Exeter, like with broke various uh, um, sort of traffic laws to get us down there. And then you you were like parking up. I said, oh, "I'll go and see if room's ready because we couldn't check in yet." And uh, came out, and I went, oh, "I can't check in." You went, "Why not?" I went, "United team are all in. <laughs> They've got all our rooms, basically." <laughs> Quinn yeah. and Montgomery in reception. Yeah, they were. Uh, who were in FaceTiming? FaceTiming his family, like just shouting. It's like, Kid, "Kids yeah. had the breakfast yet?" And yeah, um, who were it? Were it? Were it Quinn? Who was like? Where's breakfast? Well, it's through there where you had your dinner <laughs> last night. So. <laughs> no wonder we didn't win that game. No, couldn't find a massive room. Never mind one of his uh, midfield partners. And yeah, so that that were interesting. Um, two two dalliances with Kevin Davis, which who was a Blades YTS player. Obviously, went on to better things with Southampton, Blackburn, etc. Um, once was in, I think it was called we called Millionaire, something like that. It was where, where Pop World is now, I think. Um, <laughs> literally dancing to steps, tragedy on his own. And then 
obviously this was a regular thing him going out in Sheffield because obviously I think his mum was forward way I think um, I think that's where, where his mum's house was and he clearly come back from Blackburn games and just went out seemed to be on his own just on the pull I mean I've heard various stories about uh, Davis uh, yeah I'll not say anymore but remember when we were going up to play football at Goodwin um, yeah and we we, I... we, were, we were getting on the bus uh, near near where McDonald's is and he was just like this is a Premier League football who'd gone for like couldn't even be bothered couldn't even afford to get attacked he was getting the bus up to forward um, he scored at Anfield the day before I think that was right Right, and you you tried to see if it, we were short, weren't we? Our six aside team. Yeah, we well, it clearly you you've you've done it there, aren't you? You've seen him on nights out when he were playing yeah, for Blackburn. Yeah, yeah. No, and I've, then, I've read the, and then you've seen him the day after when he was doing his walk of shame. He were clearly saying to his mum and dad, "I'll see you for Sunday dinner. I'm stopping over. Oh, do you want me to make the spare room up? No, I'll be all right." He's thinking, "I'll I'll find a bed for myself tonight." So we were clearly doing his walk of shame, and then yeah, as we as we got off the bus at um at Goodwin Sports Centre, weren't it? Just walked past him, and he didn't he didn't know we clocked him. I don't think by this point, he just walked past him and went, "Fancy a game, Kev?" <laughs> he went, "No, you're all right, thanks." <laughs> And at no, the same no. venue, we played against uh, not a big time United players, only on loan for a bit. Um, I don't know if people remember a striker called Michael Bolden, who played for Grimsby and Villa. I think he scored against Wickham in the league. He wasn't with us very long. And we had play- his brother has also played, who was, who was good. I think he played for Lincoln and played quite a few non league teams. I think. Mansfield, yeah, it might be Mansfield, not Lincoln. And um, yeah, so watching him play. I mean, we were obviously a lot older at that point. Realised how good like professional players are. He he was basically at Villa at time, and he was just keeping fit, weren't he? In summer, and one of this old guys said, "Oh, we, we we've got this guy playing for us. Oh, you don't mind, Mike Michael Baldwin." And we thought he said Mike Baldwin off Coronation <laughs> Street. We were like Mike Baldwin off Coronation Street, and then the game started. I was in goal. Um, yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't it? <laughs> he, I had him in my pocket. I, I was playing sort of... I, I always was the main it was defender. A pocket, it was a pocket with a lot of holes in it. He had at least three holes in it, didn't it? <laughs> but one me- particularly memorable bit where you go in... Because by this time, we'd realised yeah, it was quite good. You, yeah. Show him outside, show him outside. Show him. So I showed him outside, and then he just twatted it straight past you from virtually on byline, <laughs> didn't he? Did. Oh, oh well, I think what I was... I, I thought... Um, no, I think it was like, because I didn't know whether to say stand off, get tight, stand off, get, because he was really quick and he could twat it. Um, but I remember after, because I'd made a few saves, Kevin said, uh, good, good gamekeeper. And I went, oh, no, not so bad yourself. I had no idea who it was, but not so bad yourself. Couple of good, good, good strikes there, lad. But I think, and then we realised after that, yeah, he's played for Aston Villa. At the yeah, time. we'd been playing against a Premier League footballer and his younger brother who were on books. We, we drew with their team, didn't we? I hit post in last minute from like, quite a way out I remember it just like it outside at Paris I'm not going to say it was going in mm-hmm. but um, and I thought I, we're really pissed off that we'd lost like not yeah. one sorry and then True, and then yeah. and then it, it transpired that we played against the Premier League football so it didn't seem so bad then yeah. so yeah thanks Hal uh, hopefully I mean I, I do think there's all sorts of you know other things we could we could delve well, into well I've, I've uh, got one last one actually I've just remembered course, sorry uh, I've moved da- on no, da- Darius Henderson at Glastonbury Oh, and this, yeah, this, yeah. this is your archetypical. Your meetups are always quite seedy, though. Like, well, like toilets, uh, like hotels, and now this one had a bit of an element of uh, it was distaste. hitting on someone. I'm not gonna say, I mean, she was 
hitting hit, someone, hitting on someone. Oh, she was, right. she was, she was. Oh. It, well, I could it, say he normally elbowed, didn't he, rather than hit. It was. Ne- I think he was nearly hitting me because I think I basically interrupted him trying to pull this last, and and um, she must be like half his age because he he would probably. Like early mid thirties by this point, I think he was still playing, but like mm. lower down probably, leagues, probably suspended. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, it was summer anyway, weren't it? So we were, were off on his jollies, and I just basically mm. said, I, I walked past him. I didn't realize he was trying to pull at the time. I just thought it was on his own. I was walking past. I, I noticed him. And I, I went, "Are you Darius Henderson?" And he went, "No." <laughs> and, and I went, "You are," and I walked off, and, then, and that was it. That was my entire meeting with you. Him. You won that particular battle, I would say. Oh, we're right. He were wrong. He didn't know who he was. <laughs> Probably his wife was concerned. Yeah. Gonna... I hope his wife's not listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. Unlikely. Anyway, um, thanks, right. Hal. So I think we've 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 pretty. That was quite a, a comprehensive answer. Hope, hope hope you're happy with that, Hal. We'll we'll move on to the next one, uh, which is from Francis Joseph Nathan Blake. Obviously, <laughs> changed his name um, on our say so. So uh, do you wanna do you wanna read that question out? Well, well, guys, who's a, who's your favourite um, Tinder look like on the on the coaching staff? Um, I don't. I think they've all gone. I think there's yeah, only uh, there's only the Duke uh, Matt Duke left now. I think <laughs> is, that, is that his nickname? He's, yeah, the Duke. I've decided. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I think it'd have, it'd have to be him, wouldn't it? By default, none of the others look like him. True. Yeah. So uh, we'll, and he we'll... had another. He had another couple of questions though. He did. He had. How, how does the coaching hoodie compare to last year? And if you had to go on a beach holiday or tanning salon with any member of the Sheffield United coaching staff, who would it be? Uh, well, for me, the hoodies last year were far superior because they were they were actually hoodies. And this is going to sound silly, but I've not actually seen them with hoodies this year. They're more jumpers. The hoodies last year, the grey ones, were lovely. There was this year, they're, they're those turquoise ones, aren't they? And they've not really got a hood. So actually, I've, I've answered the question, but I haven't seen any hoodies this year. Um, in terms of beach holiday, I don't think you'd take McCall, would you? He's going to burn. He's going to burn. He's constantly badly, rubbing factor 50 into him. <laughs> oh, not again, Stuart. <laughs> Can't you just wear a hat? Um, he's got, to me, it's got to be Jack, Jack Lester. You know, I can, he's a good looking lad. Uh, I think he'd be a hit with the ladies, and he might be married, but I still think he'd be a hit with the ladies. Uh, I, yeah, I, I can see myself in Magaluf down the strip with with Jack Lester. Obviously, I'd, I'd be his wingman, and I'd be picking up. I'd be picking up his sloppy seconds. Um, but, feeding uh, off scraps. Yeah, yeah, feeding off his scraps. I'd be like, I'd be like Wayne Allison. The other way around, actually. But yeah, um, probably probably uh, Lester for me. What about yourself? That's not a bad call. He's uh, he's. Yeah. Oh, well, him, him or Eki, isn't it? I think, I think they're both, they're both good-looking blokes. I think they're both tan well, um, which is obviously important. Um, and yeah, I think, I think you could have a good, good chat with them as well. Good, good crack. Get on beers with them. I can see Eki being the sensible one as well. Like, come, getting a bit daft now. You know what I mean? Like bringing you back to order a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Bit, bit of a bit of. You'd have a good time, but he'd know his boundaries. And yeah, he'd rain you in, yeah, definitely. Whereas McCall would be on top of a fucking car, he'd be on, he'd be on top of a car, <laughs> off the top of a car, it'd be, yeah, with a really red face. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, that, that's oh, what he I'd also do. wanted to hear all our bad reviews, um, Francis Joseph Nathan Blake, but I've all I put them all out there every time we've got yeah. bad reviews, I just put them on Twitter. So, just keep your eyes peeled for when we, we get more. We feast, we feast off bad reviews, keep them coming. <laughs> uh, next one's from uh, uh, another Blade pseudo 
celebrity. Uh, tra- Travelling Blade, uh, that's a very intricate question. I have thought about this one in, in detail. So uh, do you want to read, read this one? I'd like you to design your, your ideal James Bond film. I, I, I want to, who plays Bond? Who plays your villain? And who sings the theme tune? You're not a massive Bond fan. I know we've, we've talked about this a lot, but um, I've kind of done this in sort of three parts. I suppose if you're looking at all time, you're looking at the, 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 the series. It's not a fancy one. It probably have to be Connery, even though Moore's got that sense of humour. Um, for me, I mean, Daniel Craig's been really good. Um, Baddy, I don't know. I think everyone would probably say, um, a lot would probably say like Jaws, wouldn't they? You know, What's his name? Richard. I guess it's Richard Keogh. It's not Richard Keogh, <laughs> isn't it? It's Richard. Uh, what's his name? Richard Keel, isn't it? Yeah. Got his vision of Richard Keogh, like <laughs> on that cable car, like sort of, like sort of <laughs> trying to grab hold of uh, Roger Moore's neck. Um, Christopher Lee was good. The man with the golden gun. He, he was really good. Um, yeah. And I quite like uh, who was the one in Skyfall? Is it Javier Bard? Yeah, I think I think for me, if if, really if you're picking, and this is it, you can fit in multiple different ways. If you're picking, yeah. pick a mix from the real Bond stuff, yeah. then I'd, I'd agree with you so far. I think Javier Bard and it would be mine. Mm-hmm. And I think theme tune, Bassy's done the most. Bassy's like kind of your, your 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 ultimate. If you're doing like ideal people who haven't been a Bond or a fan, you know, or a bad a bad, I don't know. You need someone quite quintessentially British, wouldn't you, I suppose? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, which, you know, which is why when they were talking about Idris Elba doing it, I'd have, I'd have been all over that. I think it is it, he's, he's like hard, he's proper English. I think I think he'd have been Maybe. a good one. What about Bale? Ga- Gareth Bale? <laughs> he's kind of a Welsh Bond. He's supposed to be English. I know he's done Batman, but not Gareth Bale. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Just got that kind of look. Um I don't know. Anthony Hopkins would be a good, be a good baddie. Well. Yeah, it's yeah. Now good I'm just ba- nicking baddies from other other franchises. Yeah, I'd pick. I mean, you, you saying about Bassett as well? I think I'd have gone. Uh, I think Bassett. The, Dave Bassett. Bassett. Dave Bassett. <laughs> well, this is it. We could do a chef well, United. Your one. eyes only. <laughs> the Zoman's not enough. <laughs> I think. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd have gone. Uh, the wings one, live and let die, absolute banger of a tune. There. No, no, no. As, like if you're picking the best tune, I, I wouldn't say Bassie had the best tunes, but she's kind of your your Bond voice, isn't she? You need a bit of a, a I don't know, a bit of a, a bit of a crooner type thing. I'm surprised Elton John's never done a Bond. A Bond. <laughs> I'm very surprised if they asked him. He's nice. No, <laughs> oh, I sent a link on the, on Twitter about some of the people that were going to some of the like Pet Shop Boys and stuff like that. It was. Incredible, some of the the ones that did did I think they recorded songs, they got turned down. Yeah, it's a sin that they never used that, is it? But I, Very good. I radio had uh, well, radio had released theirs um, when they did when that um, okay. that X Factor winner did it instead. Yeah. Worked for the last one. Um, okay. Radio had a dumb one and just released it anyway. What about I've took it on a, a step. Uh, if we did a a Blades themed uh, idea, like who would play Bond? Um, who would be the villain? So someone who's been a villain, ultimate villain in United's history. And I don't know. I don't know about songs actually. You'd um, n- never be mastered by the Blofeld bastard. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't quite know what you'd what you'd have. Um, fill, um, fill up my senses like a vodka martini. <laughs> but no, let's talk about a, a United player who play Bonds. You'd have someone's quite dashing. 
Dave Kateson actually quite posh, but you wouldn't have a ginger. Yeah, you'd you have to dye his hair. And put up. This, is, this is no offense to any ginger people out there, but you, no. Bond's got a certain look, hasn't he? And it's not ginger. So who, come on, who who if you had to say a uh, who who would be a good good Bond? Um, I you know sometimes so I don't mind a, a slightly older Bond. Um, you know, like a bit of a silver fox, grey in, very distinguished, very sort of precise and sure of themselves. I'm going Nigel Adkins. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, I, I I thought of a couple that were kind of good looking. You know, might be hit with the ladies, but they're a bit little, like Michael Brown and Sharp. But they're like they're a bit little, bit small for a Bond. Yeah, you need you need someone a bit more sort of muscular and yeah. I, I don't know, but you might have to go back James to Jack Lester. James Beattie's not a bad call, actually. Yeah, yeah I think looking. you're right. He's got a bit, bit, of, bit of everything, hasn't he, really? <laughs> Has he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's, there's your Bond, then. Um, what Bond. About, who's your ultimate? Who's your ultimate villain? There's a, there's a few to choose from here, isn't there? Like, ultimate villain. Well, he's probably someone from Boardroom in 90s and 80s. No, 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 but... I've got players. I've got play- I'm not going like... Like Italian mafia Carlo Colombotti <laughs> or Samashi. I've got like players who've like you know been in our history that we you know really don't don't like. You know, like Gareth Ainsworth with like stupid. Oh right, you, and... oh, I thought yeah, you were yeah, talking yeah, actual yeah. United players. No, 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 no. These are like you know villainous characters. Andy Johnson. Andy Johnson, yeah. What about? Because I think you someone continental. What about Tariko? You can oh, see, yeah. you can see Beatty, can't you, in some some bar and like Tariko sort of sliming his way in, sort of thing, and then Beatty turning around and shooting him. Now, Mister Beatty, I get you sent off in the away leg at Portman Road. I spit in your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, food for thought. So uh, have, have a think, and uh, if people can come up with you, who would play James Bond? You know. To play a past and present, and who'd be your ultimate villain? Um, yeah, very good, very good. Um, next question, um, is from Stannington Blade. So, uh, what, what was your thoughts on the your top three sports films? I'm not talking documentaries here, though. Yeah, well, he straight away he's ruled out a couple of big ones for me. Uh, Ho- Hoop Dreams, uh, fantastic film, but he's actually classed as a, as a documentary. I don't know. I mean, there's some obvious ones, like kind of from the past, like Raging Bull and Slapshot. And is it Slapshot? When Saturday Comes. When Saturday Comes, obviously, <laughs> superb. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm a bit of a, a bit of an old school. Uh, I, I do like the Rocky series. I, I know they're cheesy. I know they're predictable. Um, you know, the very first Rocky is brilliant. I do like Rocky Four, which everyone says is the worst in the franchise, but I, I love Rocky Four. Um, Karate Kid is that a sports film? Didn't consider that, but yeah, sport. yeah, yeah, true. Uh, and I, I do have to pick a basketball one, uh, basketball one. Who's Yes is an amazing film with Gene Hackman, an absolutely amazing film. Uh, you should watch that. Um, but I don't know. Um, what, what would your up there? Just three straight off the off my head I can't I can't I've not really debated it or thought about it if you had to come up with three I thought you would have picked one that's in my top three which is white men can't jump yeah, it's, it's a, I, I, I couldn't pick you know if I had to pick my ultimate basketball film and I, like Hackman's amazing in it I'd probably go who's yes um but yeah so it's a, it's a good I don't know there's not many good there's not many good football films actually oh absolutely appalling it, no escape to victory like, is shite yeah and, and like 
There's stuff like Jimmy Grimble and stuff. There's, you know, there was that bloody series that did Goal, was it? That did that, oh, awful. that guy. And uh, I, I quite like Damn United. Yeah, I've still not got around to watching that. Um, that, that was good, but there's not, there isn't many. There isn't many no, they're really all, well, they're all American films. Not many films. football or cricket films at all. Cricket films. You know, no, but they... surely, why has there never been a good cricket film? It's a serious question. I'm going to go make it's, one tomorrow. It's, it's, it's it's a fairly dull sport for a lot of people. I, will, I mean, I love cricket, but... But there's characters in it. You could do stuff about... You, know, you think of those Australian teams in the 80s. You could do all sorts of stuff. Match like, fixing is your one. Match fixing and womanising. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, it's it's always going to have an American slant, isn't it? Because most films get made for American audiences. So, if, I mean... Moneyball was all right. I'm with you, Rolla. I do like the original Rocky. Uh, Field of Dreams is actually quite good. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say my top three, probably Rocky, White Men Can't Jump, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore's good. Caddyshack's not bad as well as a like, joke-type yeah. film. Uh, I, I do think Americans make better sports films. We make better crisps. They make better sports films. Well, you've got to, have, you've got to be good at something, haven't you? Yeah. So we, he had another greedy, greedy bastard. Started to had another couple of questions, didn't he? We did yeah, the two... shag marry avoid, which we've answered before. That we, I think we said we'd shag sure and view. Did we say we'd marry? I don't know. I, I think, I think this is. Yeah, he's gone shag marry avoid sure and view. Chef United way blades pod. Well, I mean, you can't. You can rule some out straight away. You can't marry sure and view. Be on piss all the no, time when no. you'd be like, come on, come on, are you not going to get... What time were you out till last night? You'd be nagging wife, wouldn't you? What are you doing? So you, could, you certainly couldn't marry him. That's that's that ruled out. Um, have we answered this? I can't remember answering this. I she- think we might have done, but I can't I, remember what we said. I think, you'd have to, I think you'd have to marry Chef United way because mm. they're reliable, they're hardworking. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. This, it's like, you know, when you say, oh, we should invite your parents for parents round for dinner and then they go and say and ask it and they go oh that's very nice of you to ask and you're like basically steal your ideas like chef united way do um so there's that so yeah chef united way you'd marry they're very much like your wife very reliable very very good you can depend on them so then it just comes down to which one other two you'd shag so um take your pick yeah something to something to consider (laughs) Shall we move on to his other question? What are your thoughts on the on, on the loyalty point system? Um, I think it's it's it's, it's fair that it's keeping Andy out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's we get to most get. Although now we've not been to many away games, we've probably quite down the pecking order. Have a couple of seasons out, and you yeah. you, you sort of lose out of it. I think it's good there's a system. I think the free for all they had before wasn't right. I do think there's a, there's some tweaks they could make that they've obviously to be fair this season it's not really been relevant because most have gone to quite low down or general so they've had this ballot thing um which has you know given a chance to people I, I do think they could probably you know after a certain amount of years take people's you know points off you know because it should reward new fans as well and it, you, the, the rich are just going to get richer for, for me <laughs> so that you know i think there's that and there's also an argument how about you could split your points to get two tickets if you've got a child or something? I don't know how that would work, but like, like I can't take my son for like in the Premier League ever because he's never going to have enough loyalty points. 
quite right too. Keep keep the buggers out as long. As, well, I'm 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 all for anything that gives me a chance. Basically, it's all all about keeping the one percent on top. No, no, I agree. They've they've, they've got a sort of overall. It is. It kind of works as well as it can do. I don't I don't know what you do. I think you've someone somewhere with a bigger brain than us has got to come along and think how you then sort of keep the, the most loyal. You're just gonna have to like pull it back a bit, aren't they? That you've got your most you you sort of so many that always get games and you just have to keep whittling that away. So the ones at the bottom end of that are just gonna have to start struggling bit by bit and then allowing other people to be to be in there. Maybe extend that ballot to twenty percent rather than ten. I don't think it's going to be a major factor until we get back to the Premier League. Most games this season away, people have been able to get tickets. For yeah, so, so for the next eight years, we'll be fine. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, another favourite of well, fa- favourite of the of the pod, Trey, Trey the Blade. Uh, had, a, had a couple of questions. Another another local lad from um, yeah. a village that cannot be named. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's one of the other ones. I Secret think. villages. <laughs> My first question of, uh, of of the couple I've got would be: Would you prefer Point Break or Bad Boys Two? Um, I've never never watched Bad Boys Two. I think I watched Bad Boys, and I don't, don't think I watched Bad Boys Two. I thought Bad Boys was all right, but um, I mean, you don't want to be watching stuff with violent people in, do you? Really? <laughs> exactly. He's cancelled now, isn't he? We've cancelled yeah. him. Tufty Club are cancelling uh, Will Smith for his pathetic <laughs> slap. Uh, Point Break's brilliant. Point. Uh, Technically, you could have that as one of your three sports films. Anything with Swayze is good. Excellent really good film. Yeah, in fact, oh, yeah. and it would it would go into my top three sports films. Actually, at the expense of I don't know if I could not <laughs> kill more out mind instantly <laughs> within within two minutes. You've obviously thought about this long enough. I've not, I mean, it's even there. It's even been named in literally the next. I'll probably set get of another questions. film later on. <laughs> I just love it by end of this skip forward. I don't know how long this is going to be. Skip forward 45 minutes or whatever. You'll find me naming three completely different films. Um, yeah, I mean, I think ironically, I think the reason he's asked this question is because it comes from Hot Fuzz, which I think I'll probably pick above both of them. Um, Bad Boys 2, I think I might have watched it once, but it's not really stuck with me. So I agree with you. Point Break is a brilliant film, good nostalgia, and it holds up to this day because I watched it recently. I've been I think I've only watched bits of it when I was younger, but I watched it in full recently, and it, it yeah, it holds up today. It's really good. Cheesy. What was good. his? What was his second question? Well, um, I think you you put it here as um, what did you think about Paul Eiffel? I think there were more to it than that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't think he just wanted to know what we thought about Paul Eiffel. He seemed a nice guy <laughs> uh, as a player, um, just a bit. He did a job. He was bought for a fair, well, like for that point, it was about 700,000, 800,000, something like that. Um, did a good job. Played most of that season, uh, right wing, scored a fair few goals, vital cog in that promotion season. And then uh, we just binned him off like the rest of them when we got promoted. And uh, he probably could have and should have played more games in the Premier League. It weren't like we're, we were particularly doing much. But then Gillespie got in and did quite well. Um, he weren't with us very long. We're about a season and then he, he go to Palace. Um, yeah, just a bit of it. He's not someone that I think about late at night. No, I, and this is why I said in reply to him is that I'm not someone I've ever thought about since that season. I think I do remember once you sent a match report about a game I couldn't couldn't go to for some reason, and I think I think you put something on the lines of we needed someone to hold it up, but we had Eiffel, and I think I would have preferred a trifle. 
<laughs> I don't know why that's that's the one thing about Paul Eiffel that sticks with me. And he scored on first day of season and when we bought him as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I think the reason he asked this question is I think he thought he was much maligned. I don't, I don't remember him being mal- like a particularly hated player, but that was what yeah. the question was about. Like the, the minute McBurney's getting it, and what do you think about like players getting that? And I think he's asking the wrong person with um, <laughs> Mr. Dead. I've got scapegoats, but. Yeah, let's just hope Mr. Sharp recovers for Sat here. Otherwise, I'd be frothing at the mouth. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't think Paul Eiffel's going to be someone that particularly uh, is referenced much in uh, United's history moving forward, is he? Well, he's probably on that. He's on that shirt, though, isn't he, from a few years ago. Yeah. So that's all that matters. But yeah, I mean, we I think we answered some of this in the. Um, that pod we did about, um, I can't remember what we called, Unpopular Opinions, where we, we talked about midfielders that always got a hammer in, and I actually liked them all. Um, sort of Gannon, Patterson, Monty, Quinn, Doyle. Um, which I've I've actually... Uh, oh, I don't even know. Is it Dan? Dan Hector, 84? I got his name wrong. Apologise. Dan Hector? Oh, the, uh, yeah, I think Dan Hector, yeah. Yeah, Dan, Dan from Dan Hector. Yeah, the yeah next, so, uh, so the next two-part question. question. So Dan Hector, or is it Hector Dan? Who knows? It's the, all these people with two first names. Um, what, what do you think Terry Silver's plans are now? He's got got Crease locked up, and where do you see Johnny and Daniel going after losing the All Valley? I don't know because uh, S- Silver's plans are not fi- not financially motivated because you know he's got that you know plush. Kind of placed by the by the seafront, hasn't he? He's got he seems to have like a, a bevy of ladies there around him, sort of uh, you know, fussing over his sort of ponytail, and um, it clearly is a big thing to him that he owed such a debt to him for what happened, you know, in 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 Nam, wasn't it? It was in Nam. Um, you weren't there, Nam? man. You, you weren't there. there. <laughs> um, and I think he he almost he just wants to break free from that debt to to Crease, doesn't he? It's like He's owed him for that long. Um, I cannot believe you are giving more sort of serious, in-depth analysis on uh, sorry Cobra Kai than you ever have to any United (laughs) game in the past two or three years that we've been in. I I think it could go two ways. I think there's going to be some sort of you know fight above a snake pit with uh, Larusso possible to bring back those memories of uh, of, of Nam and w- will he reach out to Johnny maybe to try and you know bring bring him back into the the fold and because he's a he's a, he's a bit of a pisshead his old Lawrence it doesn't take much to sort of turn him around does it no it'll it'll fall on some hard time yeah there'll be there'll be there'll be something it's got to be they always pull it out of the bag every every time Cobra Kai's ended a series I've thought well they've got nowhere to go now they always pull something mm. out so they'll, they'll well, what do you time. think Johnny and Daniel's plans after losing the old valley what what do you, what can you see happening to, to those two uh well they'll win it one of them will well, win it know. that's that's your simple yeah, answer but, uh, maybe they'll make a new dojo i don't know my, my eagle fangdo <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i think it's my impossible. eagle fango <laughs> it just sounds like you're drunk you're not even drinking and <laughs> Yeah, they always pull something out of the bag. They'll, they'll have some storyline lined up. Johnny will go bad, come back good again, be drunk, be sober, pull that kid's mum, 
which which is a bit sleazy, really. I'll, I'll teach yeah. you some karate and then and then like sort of hit on you, and then they'll all live happily ever after. Well, they'll, they'll probably realise straight away at the start of the next one that it was a fix. Um, you know, that ref had been bribing. There might be some sort of rematch between uh, Sam maybe. and uh, Thingamabob. What's she called? Other one. I can't remember it. Feisty um, oh, one. Yeah. Feisty one you are. Feisty one, yeah. So, yeah, um, looking forward to it, though, uh, whatever Definitely. they come up with. Uh, move on to another, um, you know, long-time friend of the fan, uh, R- Richard Gill. Friend of the fan? <laughs> friend of the fan, <laughs> friend of the pot, friend of the pot. I've not even drunk anything. I've drunk coffee. <laughs> I'm, I'm just wired after the week I've had at work. So, R- Richard Gill... Um, had a had a couple of questions. Richard Gill had a bit. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know if this is a dig at people who leave, leave football <laughs> matches. Were, were you present at the birth of your first child, and, and did you leave ten minutes early to beat the traffic? Um, I was present at the birth of my first child, um, but it was a very difficult experience. Not through it being a bad birth or anything, but um, I had to pump up a. <laughs> pump up a pole basically so my wife had the baby at home she said i want a I want a home birth I, you can imagine my reaction to that <laughs> can't we just do it like normal people in the hospital but now she wanted a home birth she wanted it to be you know um so we, we had this birthing pool i thought it was all like i thought someone like a manager just bring it in like on the day all pumped up ready to go full of water i didn't realize that they gave you this stuff like it, it it was like James Bond film, you know, when Q gives gives all the stuff to to like Bond and he has to get it all out of packs and like work it out what goes where and stuff. Because um, like it was loads of stuff it's like what the fuck? literally like spent like so when my wife I'd not done any practice or anything. So when my wife started going into labour, oh shit, you know, I'm gonna have to get this bastard up so i was like pumping that up got it up like oh i've sorted now then i realized like it was massive uh run out of hot water like so obviously your tank filled you know you, yeah. you, you, so like she's come down got in bath she's bloody freezing so i'm like having to then i'm trying the kettle all sorts of different ways to get this pool you know um water on stove you know i've got so i've i've finally done it um Anyway, cut a long story short, she's had the baby. Um, I had my son. Um, and then afterwards, I, I apparently that you it's you're supposed to remove all the stuff in a you know proper fashion, as in um because it's you know it's 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 proper waste stuff, isn't it? Like how do you want to describe it? Do you mean the turds when she's been pushing too hard? Than t- the... Like all everything, isn't it? There's all sorts of stuff. And apparently the gubbins, apparently they provide you like bags and you've got to dispose of it properly. I just chucked it in black bin <laughs> could have been worse you, i thought you were going to say you fished it out and ate, ate it no <laughs> um, yeah pretty traumatic so um basically as she was holding holding the baby i'm trying to fucking get this thing down again and get rid of the war <laughs> i was so stressed about that uh, much more stressful than having you know giving birth i would i would say from my my position at the uh at, at the deep end <laughs> what you're saying is you've had much more pain and effort at the birth of your child um, but I didn't leave early. Uh, he had another question, Richard Gill, didn't he? He did. He uh, he had. If you could spend a day in someone else's shoes, who would they be, and why would it be Kevin Gage? <laughs> Me, Kevin Gage. I'm asking the questions here. Why? Why would you want to um, watch it? Dave Garn, Depeche Mode. <laughs> 
Why? That's a Walk, bit... walk, walking in my shoes. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. thought you just fancied a bit of heroin. Oh. I'll have a go at that for um, a day. I can't imagine being Kevin Gage for a day, for a minute. For a second. You might just imagine those thoughts. Although his Twitter feed's pretty good. Yeah, he's got, he's got, he has actually, I think he's definitely listening because he started, I wouldn't say he started to become funny, but he started to come a bit drier and a bit like taking himself less seriously. No, I just meant who he follows. If anyone's oh, not noticed right. this, <laughs> go, go, go on to his, um, go on to Kevin Gage's profile. Look at, I don't know if he's being hacked or this is just his interest. Uh, we were sent this, <laughs> an, an anonymous tip by uh, someone said, just look at his following list. And let's just say he follows some special interest accounts. <laughs> I don't know if he's being hacked or if he's just what he's interested yeah. in. But um, yeah, he's so old, he's older. He's older. Wombles teammates. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to go into exactly what it is. You can find out for yourself. But it would be interesting reading his Twitter feed at least. So yeah, who, who would you? Whose, whose shoes would you walk in? Well, like anyone in the world. I guess. So. I mean. Straight away, you're going to have to pick someone with the same shoe size as you, aren't you? Otherwise, it's well, going to get a bit uncomfortable. Point, isn't it? I don't know, to be honest. I don't think I'd want to be someone really famous. If you're just, if you're just doing it for, what well, you're just doing it for days, like, I don't know. Just someone who's got you, day off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're doing it for, if you did something like David Beckham or Queen or something, then you're just going to get mobbed. You have to sit in. Might as well be myself. I'm just sit in my own house. You know what I mean? Because you can't go anywhere. So. I don't know. So it's a tricky one, that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it would be Kevin Gage. <laughs> maybe after all we've said, maybe because it's it's someone who's a little bit famous, so you'd get to, but you can still walk around and, and do your normal stuff and then get to go in that mucky box and uh, talk about United and get paid for it. So, yeah, yeah maybe he's on something. Maybe, man, God, maybe it's just, we're just jealous of him. Yeah. I would take the piss out of him. <laughs> Anyway, we'll, we'll move on. We've got a question by um, LJD, and it was followed up by uh, Flat Stanley. Um, yeah, another, another good question, this one. Are there any songs in particular that remind you of certain... Like, I, I don't know where my impression's going there. I know where, <laughs> I, I know where we start going to Dave Bassett, because I know what I'm going to say, but remind you of some, some Blades matches. Um, well, they both talked about Fergal Sharky songs. Um, Bizarre. Why did they both say that? Both Fergal Sharky songs from games in the 80s. Um, I don't know. I've, there, there are lots of songs. Um, that I make. There's a couple. Sit Down by James at Coventry. Um, yep. First season back in Premier League. Uh, sorry, first season back in, under Bassett. Nil-nil draw. Awful game. But we stayed up at QPR day four. Carnival atmosphere. Everyone in them day glow shirts. Awful game. But just remember, like that blaring out uh, before game, and everyone like singing it. Everyone like, oh, this is that new one, like, and, like proper blasting it out, and like, yeah, just that that one really. I mean, there's tons and tons of songs, but um, I was uh, crazy by Niles Barkley at Luton when we got promoted <laughs> in the Warnock as well. That's, that's um, a bizarre one. Uh, one one draw at Luton. Uh, we'd said we'd already gone up again, so I don't know. Maybe it's games where after we've sealed something or done something, but I mean, there's obvious ones like when they play all the promotion songs like Yaz and stuff. But um, yeah, what what about you? Any any yeah, in particular? It, I'd not thought about that Coventry one, but yeah, that was my very first away game. That Coventry away game. Um, and my sister were going to games at that time as well. And not only that, and I, I don't think I've ever thought about this since that day. I remember going, 
look at their t-shirts there were loads of people wearing james t-shirts they were like the cool t-shirt to have like like long sleeve t-shirts it was too 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 hot for long sleeve t-shirts that day well flowers on it and uh yeah i said what, what even is it you know that song they're playing now it's it's them oh fair enough so yeah you're right i like i never even thought about that but yeah james sit down but it, yeah the um sinclair's predecessor always used to play yaz in in that promotion season the only way is up and um monty python always look on the bright side of life straight after beating wednesday two yeah. nil uh, yeah. that's I'll always like associated with that so yeah, they're, they're the only ones that spring to mind, I really. I don't think... I think I have to, like, hear a song. and then it It's not, like, an obvious one, but I think, oh, yeah, and it makes you think of a certain... Not necessarily a game, but a certain era with, with, with United. Yeah, it's, it's the other way around, isn't it? You'd, I, I wouldn't be able to conjure one up now, but if someone played me a song that just happened yeah. to have a connection, yeah. then I'd instantly know it. But to try and think of it the other way around is pretty My, my wife said, always remember, share, believe, uh, when I think of Peter Couture. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so there we go. Um, next question, Joe Broadbent. What's, what's De- Deadbat's favourite bar on West Street? Um, I don't mean to get COVID in. I just mean, you know, generally, is it Pop World? Is it Players? Is it Crystals? Viper Room, maybe. Where's he like to um, get stabbed? <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I've only ever been in Crystals, Stroke Viper. Is it the same place, Crystal Viper? I don't it's know. I think so. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I think. I think I've only been once. It was awful. It was just this was a long time ago. Um, I mean, I was young then, but it was just full of posers and people who seem to be spoiling for a for a fate, basically. Fate. A lot of lot of dressed up g- girls, not not wearing very much. Uh, yeah, it was awful, awful experience. Uh, I've never been to players. I've seen the queues outside. Um, it looks like a, basically a knockoff version of of that, really. Um, terrible uh, looking place I'm, I'm sure people have had a great time in there but um, I, I don't know what goes on in there uh, I think the names are a pretty good give giveaway um, and Pop World's brilliant I had a great night there the other week uh, what a place Pop World yeah West Street shit in it let's be honest yeah but, I mean, uh... I mean I, I'm more of a Kellam Island man um, <laughs> if I had to pick a, a, an area of uh, of drinking, so to speak, uh, loads of great places down Kellam Island. So, uh, not really a town, a townie. Not really a town. Yeah, and if you were going to, we said this point, you'd be one street over on Division Street and um, up, up and down there. Even though most of them are shut down, Devonshire Cat shut and stuff like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. West Street. It's just basically pick the one that you least likely to get knifed in. I think. What's up, uh, Ian uh, Longley? Had a question. Yeah. What would have happened if if Beatty needed treatment in, in for his flu in Stoke? Um, well, he, he's James Bond, isn't he? So he wouldn't, he wouldn't have, <laughs> surely wouldn't have needed <laughs> yeah. any treatment. He just record like just he basically one of the calls where some female would wink at him and sleep with him, and then say, "I've given you the all clear, Mister Beatty." Double oh nine. Um, a... McCabe would have found a vaccine. He'd have done anything. He'd have basically found the vaccine before all the scientists COVID just to get his couple of million quid. Uh, there's no way he, he, he would have would have let him get flu. No. Yeah. This this is for the um, sidestep to transfer, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I yeah, I I think I think yeah, tying it into James Bond, very nice there. He, he would have as well when he'd be top off with the money penny type. Yeah. Yeah, you've got the all clear from me, Mr. Bond. Just a small prick, Miss Moneypenny. Etc. <laughs> Etc. Et so yeah. 
Uh, next question is from uh, Matt Pearson. Who'd win in a fight between Dead Bat and Webding? And then what would happen for a celebratory drink and meal afterwards? Um, well, to be fair, you've you got more. Um, you, you've got more of a chance because you you did some uh, you did some martial arts, didn't you, when you were when you were younger? I did it, to be fair? It's a long time ago now. I did. Um... Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which is basically just rolling around with men. So, um, I, yeah, I, if, if it came to rolling around with men, then <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd have anyone. Uh, I'd argue I'm a slightly faster person, though, so I could just run away before you twat me. And that is the best form of self-defence, kids, if you're listening. The, um, run away. It is. Just leg it. That's, that's what, if you go to any self-defence class or any martial arts, anything, anyone worth the salt says, first thing you do, if you've got a chance, just King like it. So once I've like uh, run out of energy and you've caught me and twatted me, what what would your uh, celebratory drinking meal be? I think we just go to Popwell, won't we, and have some pork scratchings <laughs> and some beer. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, following on from that um, food based uh, link, we had a question from uh, Noah Snyder. <laughs> yeah, Noah. What what? <laughs> I want to know, and you, I, I guess you want to know too, what, what is the best chip in Yorkshire or Sheffield? Um, I saw people replying saying, oh, it's, you know, bloody magpie in Whitby, but that's that's just a reputation-based call, isn't it? There's a couple of those, like, is it Weatherby Whaler that's meant to be really uh, popular uh, in terms of Yorkshire-based? I think we've got to stop, we've got to stick with Sheffield. Um I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if, Sheffield... if, these, if these guys come over for a game and then we're like, where's, where's best chippy? What you've got to do, you've got to travel yeah. two hours in that direction. It's not really going to... It's still no. in Yorkshire, but only just. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's stick with Sheffield. Uh, personal preference, uh, there's a brilliant one on Abbey Lane called Poseidon um, that, um, that, that's good. Uh, there's one in Northampton called the Aphrodite <laughs> um, where... You might see uh, a former England international. Now, um, in like, Sheffield itself, Poseidon Abbey Lane, Dev Chip is a good chippy, but normally I'm pissed when I go there. So it's I like, think, I think the thing about Dev Chippy is you're right, you've always been pissed when you've been in it, and you yeah. always be wary of chippies that mainly serve to piss people because they can get away with it. I've walked past it when steps. I'm sober. Two walked steps, past Sharavale. Yeah, I, apparently it's good. I've never eaten from there. No. Oh, you so, went there. No, 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 so sorry. Uh, just said uh, most of the chips I tend to have, I say on the run, like I'm running away from you with a bag of chips, <laughs> um, is drunk. So I, very rarely have I been to a chip shop in Sheffield where I've just got the chips and sat down and had them and thought that was a lovely, lovely bag of chips. No, the, I, well, I know one that's absolutely brilliant, but it's in Killamarsh, which is like, what, nearly 10 but, miles is that outside the Admiral? Sheffield? No, round corner from Admiral, better than... I mean, Admiral, Admiral. I think, former glory is Admiral. Admiral one, Which Admiral Ad- is the Killer Marsh one? I think that's the original. That's Admiral. It's not even got a one. It's just the Admiral. And then Admiral... Last year, I did a bike ride for charity where I did all the bears and stuff. And I think we were joking in our group chat that I should do all the Admiral chippies in Sheffield all the Admiral as, a follow- as, a, as a follow-up ride. I'm not sure I got the same level of sponsorship. Thing is, I'm not even sure some of them exist anymore because I think the one in Swallownest is now no longer the Admiral. It's like the Swallownest Fish Bar or something. There's one in Mosborough. Kivo's got one, hasn't it? Kivo has. I can't remember if that's been renamed or shut or whatever. What? 
I don't know. So Admiral might, might... brand, not the Admiral Sports brand. Where <laughs> brand, that's a whole different. Or are they the same? <laughs> yeah. Nothing that says like uh, sports meals, like fish and chips. Yeah. So it shows fish and chips in Killamarsh, but I'm not going to tell them to get on on bus to Killamarsh. So yeah, city centre wise, I think you just got to go to Man Fridays probably if you're going to United game. Just give yeah. that a go. Join well, the it queue. Was short. It was short when we went past the other week. I think it's reopened from what I've heard. I don't know. Oh. Like I've like I've got my eye on the uh, chip shop grapevine. New cod on the block in, in Crooks. Just a good name. <laughs> Fantastic name, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'd, city centre-wise, I don't know. So if they are looking for somewhere to go, then they're going to have to ask people <laughs> that aren't us, basically. Yeah. So, so uh, thanks for the question. We've not answered that one at all, dear, but uh, yeah. Um, next one... Um, uh, Flat Stanley had obviously got on the, the songs one, but um, he, yes, he asked a, a separate question to us. Uh, did all in, the incendiary this one, absolute yeah, swine. What, why, why do you support the Blaze when you're from Rotherham? Um, well, from for me, I, I was born in Sheffield, as you were. Yeah, the Red Hospital, yeah, both of yeah, us, it's pretty much me. as close so, to but, ground as you can get yeah, without being born in a swimming pool to, to Bramall Lane. Um, my dad grew up in Pittsmore, you know, in the 40s, 50s. He also lived in Gleadless, round ramps at that area, moved around bits of Sheffield. So he's always been in Sheffield. His dad always in Sheffield. Well, his dad actually was from London originally, but pretty much going back a couple of generations, all blades, all my uncles, blades. Uh, and then he met my mum, who was from Chesterfield. So kind of moved somewhere in the middle sort of thing from like they both met at, at work and, uh, yeah, so that's why I grew up in Southampton because that that's where they moved to. So technically, I'm from Sheffield and now live in Sheffield. So, piss uh, off, let's <laughs> a compromise. Is what your mum and dad did. Well, both, of, both of them are happy. Tell, tell Flat Stanley about your uh, heritage. Um, it can piss off. He didn't. He didn't need to know. He, all. <laughs> all. No. Uh, same as you. I was born in Netheredge Hospital. Like I say, you can't get any closer without being born in a paddling pool in your. In, in, in your old home in Norton Hammer. Um, and, yeah, so I think I've got di- bragging rights already, dibs already on that. But, yeah, mine's as simple as my dad supported United. It's like you, you just follow your family, don't you? So I had no choice in the matter. I was born a blade. I'll die a blade. It's like, you like doing one of them videos, like, for season <laughs> Well, if anyone's listening and they want to pay me to do one, I can do an impression of Gage. I can do, I can do me. That's about it. Uh, yeah. Um, did, did he have he a, had another a, question, actually. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, go, go, go. Right up go, our street, go, this go one. Well, yours. Yeah. <laughs> what would your favourite relegation season be? God, there's been so many. So you <laughs> choose from. Uh, I'll probably straight away take away take off the any relegation from like top flight because you've got like so the ultimate kind of position. And you think about some of the relegations we've had. The, the last one we had, we just, it was shit because it were on the back of COVID, but we were down long before and it were an empty ground. And then obviously the two others were awful because they were like, um, they were like last, last kick type jobs, weren't they? Last day of the season jobs. Um, so I'd have to go to, you know, ones from the, from the, the second tier, the championship as it is now, down to League One. And it's a, there's a couple to choose from. Um, the Mickey Adam ones felt, all right, because it, it felt like it felt no, but we'd not been in uh third tier. We were massively looking forward to it, but by end of the season, because we were thinking about grounds and get yeah. games could go. You remember? 
Yeah, oh yeah. So there were a bit of excitement at that. Yeah, I, I, I love, in this sense, I love a relegation. I love a division change because if you've been, I mean, it's less so for the last couple of years. We've not been going to games. Uh, well, not at all last season, obviously. And then we've not been able to make it to many away games this season. But when when we're going regularly to away games, I, I love a division change, be it up or down, because you just get a whole new load to go to. Yeah, love it. Uh, but I'd probably say my favourite was the Bassett one where we, we lost uh, in the playoffs um, to Bristol City. I think we're the first team or first team to be in a playoffs. Uh, well, obviously, with a number of divisions that had it that year, but they got relegated from it. They didn't have it after that. I think. They only asked yeah. them once and we managed to like, go down. Um, but it felt like a reset. It felt like... Th- the things were changing like for the for the better in terms yeah. of the players he'd brought in. Um and then obviously what came after that, the summer and stuff, in terms of more players that came in. So uh yeah, probably eighty seven, eighty eight is my 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 personal favourite relegation season. Mine's ninety four. I'm gonna go totally opposite to you. You never because you, I I only started supporting United when we're already in third division after that Bastet relegation. Uh, I, 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 I don't. I'm, I'm literally the. I've said this before. The reverse of the glory hunter. When we get to the lowest ebb, it's when I'm in. Uh, but you're right. I mean, I say the lowest ebb. It, it would change you for better. Like I say, we get well, we pissed that division, didn't we? Or, or as good as. Um, but yeah, the the '94 one. It was my first one, and you never forget your first love, dear. Basically. And you never forget <laughs> you never forget your first relegation, and I, yeah. I was there for it as well. You know, obviously, I was pretty young, um, not been to too many away games at that point, but that's one we had to go to. Um, and yeah, absolute proper. I've never felt worse at a football match. I don't think um, yeah. just because just because it couldn't have been any worse, really, could it? I mean, it, we were we were about three three positions safe, weren't we? About two minutes before that, Mark Steen goal, and uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you've got to take the lows and the highs. So for me, maybe I'm just a miserable bastard. But yeah, that's that's probably my favourite one because it's the one that I'll always remember. It. I, I've, I can feel it now, if you know what I mean. And not just because I felt a bit sick because it really hurt to go at top of that stand. Yeah, I think the worst, I mean, that that's one definitely. Uh, that your know, Chelsea game and, and that, that Wigan game, that Wigan game at home. I, I, I remember being, I think I remember like shouted to myself as I went out. And it, that's not that long ago. Like, you know, when you're like in your head, you're thinking, fucking idiot, sort of thing. Yeah. Or like, but I think I showered something. <laughs> like, like, I'm not even, I'd had a few drinks, but I was like, I remember walk. I went before end. I didn't even stay for the final whistle. So I was talking about leaving before end. I was so angry and I was so convinced that God, I didn't want to see like the scenes at the end. I was, I was not upset because I was a bit, off, but I remember walking out. I remember another bloke banging cop, sort of thing. And uh, yeah, I think a shout. I can't remember what I shouted. If if anybody remembers hearing somebody shout or something as they're going out the cop, let me know what I said. I remember a bloke that was banging the cop. I mean, I've heard about some fetishes in my time. But... <laughs> uh, anyway, save that for the rock and goal years because that's the year yeah. that we got picked. Oh yeah, it? yeah. By, yeah, by yeah. Mis- I'll, I'll by that, the masochistic I remember, remember what word I shouted. <laughs> yeah, you think about that. Probably like like Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Yeah, so there's there's lots of bad memories. Uh, next question is from Yorkshire Explorer. Does Charlie Good get a testimonial? I mean, no, is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's one of your least impressive uh, spells. Uh, you talk about cameos uh, of a United player. I mean, he come on as a sub and did okay in a game, and then his next his next game, <laughs> literally like 
like gets sent off for an absolutely stupid tackle. And then let's be honest, we're not going to ever see him again, are we? No. Um, let's be honest, we don't want to. Um, I mean, he's up there, you know, with your likes of John Ebrill, Lee Baxter, and you, Mervyn Day. You know, Mervyn Day, you just your worst ever contribution, you know, in terms of, you know, longevity or shortevity, if that's such a word. Yeah, yeah, not good anyway. Well, yeah. obviously, so, it was uh, good. we'll move on to uh, Mr. Punkface. <laughs> Mr. Punkface, why don't I, Mr. Punkface? You, you've got you've got a great name, but. But, but your question is, what, what was the most consequential sliding doors, and I'm saying that in inverted commas, sliding doors moment? Um, oh, we sort of talked about some of the relegations, and I don't, I don't know. I, I, you know, the, there are things, like you said, the, the two relegation scenes in the Premier League, that they're the moments when you think, you, you think you've made it, and then... But I don't think we had made it because the one when we were up under Bassett, we sold Dean. If we hadn't gone down that year with the, that Chelsea game, we'd have gone the next year. We had no money at all. We were going down. It, it was just inevitable it was going to happen. We weren't like going to, oh, we've survived. We'll build with this team we've got. We're like Tuttle and, and uh, you know, <laughs> various other like Kamara players like that. We, we, we were going. And I think even uh, under Warnock, like, we weren't gonna. We weren't gonna like build on it. We would have gone again the next year. Yeah. Whereas the COVID moment, it 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 felt like a bit. I, I I do genuinely feel. I know it's a weird thing to say because the players obviously had clearly out. You know, performed at the top of their game. Everything had come together. I do think if it hadn't been for COVID, I don't. I don't think we'd even got in Europe. I mean, we, we were in. We were in Europe. I think we'd have finished probably a bit higher. We finished tenth, didn't we? And I think we might have finished about eighth or seventh. We did have a tough run in. And we still beat Tottenham and Chelsea at home and Wolves at home, you know, but we might have won a few of those away games been a bit, bit better in the, like Newcastle. Yeah. I think we'd have beat them if it hadn't been for COVID. We, were, we, were, we'd won Nor- we beat Norwich and then we got Newcastle the game after. I, we'd have gone there and won, I, I think, and we'd have probably won a few more, like Villa was coming up, things yeah. like that. Um, I, I think we'd have finished eight, and I do think the next season we'd have, I don't know, I think we'd have probably bought a few more players, bought a bit better, and I, I, could, see us, I could see us finishing like, 15, 16, and probably still being in the Premier League now, doing like, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of a club, like a Burnley type thing. I, I think we could have stayed up for two or three years and then we'd have gone down. Yeah, but it had been two or three years before going yeah. down, which is, which is a bit of a change yeah. for us, really. Um, yeah, maybe. What, what's yours? Um, I don't know. I think I think picking Avec as a kit manufacturer wasn't <laughs> a great move. Um, if, if, if we'd have maybe gone immediately to Lecoq Sportif or maybe even straight to Adidas then I think I think yeah, we've been... answered that I answered that a bit seriously actually I, need, I do need to think something a bit uh, no a bit no I mean I I just thought that off the top of my head um I'd forgotten about this question um you know what I think these these two identical sliding doors um both selling Brian Dean twice mm. I think that first time that first time when we had him, and it were a one-man team, basically. But I think we'd have stayed up and we'd have stayed up again. If we'd have kept him, we'd have, we couldn't hold on to him because we were just a selling club. But yeah, yeah. We'd have stayed up. We were, we were a one-man team, but it was that good a one-man yeah, team. Good, it's a good, good answer, that, actually. We'd, we'd have stayed up and we'd have stayed up again. And we'd have probably ended up then, if we'd have car- carried on staying up, we'd have got a bit more money. We'd have built players around him. Not built him, not like our Lego or whatever. You know, bought him, I think. Um, and I, yeah, I think we'd have stayed up. And then same second time, selling Dean and Fjortov, I think we're about what third at time, and we we're probably in, in with a sniff at top two. 
Um, and then we what finished bottom at playoffs because we just dropped off. And yeah, I think both times we sold Dean are the, are the big ones for me, mm. like, small ones, but but I think they would have. It's a bit like uh, what he says in Jurassic Park. Someone farts in Central Park and someone's hat blows off in uh, in Uganda or whatever he says. Not exactly that, but you know what I mean? It's like knock-on effects and, and chaos theory and all that. I think the little mm-hmm. things like that are things that really have a, a chance to change him. Like Gwyneth Paltrow missing a train twice. Brian, Brian, Brian Dean missing his train twice. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Or uh, the fact that we've had some shit kit manufacturers and if we'd have looked a bit cooler, we might have won a few more games. Yeah, it's good. It's a, it's a good call. It's a good call. Um, yeah, you, you could... The Chad Evans moment, I know we don't want to talk about it, but like that's literally down to a few people just in a, in a room, literally saying, hang him. <laughs> Wait, let's which, be honest. But which, which Chad Evans moment... I mean, well, <laughs> let's not let's not go into the, the detail. Well, yeah, you, you well, yeah. you basically you basically don't go in that kebab shop, do you? Or don't go in that yeah. Premier Inn, and you don't. There's so many. Again, it's it's the old Jurassic Park chaos theory thing. There's so many little shit decisions that led up to that, including having the having the uh, they could have had the um, trial after the season. It would if they'd have pushed it back two weeks, we'd have got promoted. But yeah, I mean, we'd have, we'd have done. We'd have probably done shit anyway. I think I think we were better. All these things that happened, I think we were better for him. I think yours probably wins actually, because all these things that led up to that, I wouldn't have changed the wilder time for anything. That was probably one of the most enjoyable times as a United fan. Um, and yeah, I think your, yours probably trumps it all. But you know, it could have continued if it weren't for COVID. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it, basically, we needed to stop a global pandemic yeah. <laughs> as opposed to not selling a player or whatever. Yeah, stop a global pandemic and everything would have been fine. Blame Board. Blame <laughs> Prince. It's Prince again, spreading these bloody diseases. Uh, next question is from Chris Parker, uh, also known as the Parkinator. Is he? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I might have made that up, but I think he should be called that. Well, if if you had to sleep with uh, with anyone of Webster's lookalikes, who would it be? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to choose from. There's oh. a whole continent. Yeah, speaking of which, I forgot to say it. There is an extra one if it's going to... Okay. About a year ago, we went around um, to one of Katie's mates' house to drop something off mid-pandemic. So I had full mop top. And she's an older lady. And um, and she said, um, oh, look at him. Isn't he so handsome? I, she's old, she needs her eyes tested, like cataracts or something. And, um, and she went, he's like, he looks like a young John Lennon. And I forgot, I've, I've only added it this John week. Because because she came back and she phoned her this week. And I, I remember that, I thought, kid. Not only did she say John Lennon, she said a young John Lennon, even though at the time I was a, about a year older than when John Lennon got shot. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, anyway, if that's going to influence your decision. So you got John Lennon and Johnny Marr. Yeah, the boat. Yeah, I, I only write. I, I don't have to agree with them. I just write them down if someone else has said them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The, the obvious ones, the males. You you've got a few kind of uh, in terms of I suppose lookers. Uh, Hugh Grant, you've had. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, have, you have Mark Wahlberg once as well. I think. Uh, I don't know if he's on my list, but you might be right. I think I think that's another one I forgot to write Mark, down. Yeah. Had Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Uh, they're the male ones and the female ones. It's obviously either <laughs> Tracy Thorne. Uh, from everything but the girl or the freak off Prisoner Cell Block 8. Uh, neither of those. So I'd, I'd probably, if I had to say, I'd probably go Hugh Grant. Bit, bit, of, bit of posh. 
Yeah, a bit of posh. Um, for me, I think it would be the one that our mate Phil Black said, which is every Chinese person. Because there's, there's 1.3 billion, Scott. You're never going to run out. Um, there's, I mean, there's some good-looking lasses in China, aren't they? So, yeah. um, so you, you're going to hit lucky at some point. I mean, you're going to have to go through some, I don't know, some some disgraces on your way. But um, yeah, 1.3 billion Chinese people. No, that's uh, that's an excellent call. Excellent call. Um, yeah. Um, so, if anyone else has got anyone who they would have, uh, <laughs> you maybe you could post them back up. I'm going to have to post uh, it back out again with the updated one with John Lennon. If I, I don't know if Mark Wahlberg is already on it, but I'll add him if not. Yeah. Uh, next question. We are we are coming to the end of this uh, marathon mailbag. It's a marathon um, bull rush blade. What, what? Why is Andy no longer on the pod? Yeah, and, and Derek Akora also asked, uh, we as other bloke who used to do the pod, if you can't be asked uh, anymore, can you officially, uh, what did he say? Yeah, yeah, basically said, can you just sack him officially, please, if he can't be asked? Okay. Um, I'd like to say there's a more complex answer. I mean, I mean, Andy obviously came up with the idea for the for the pod, didn't he? He was like, look, why don't we do a pod? Why don't we do a pod? If you were doing pods, and we were like, really? Who wants to hear us? Nobhead rambling on. Like, he, no. he genuinely said, though. I th- yeah, I he think, was the one. I, but he also said, yeah, I think with you, because you've got a following dead bat. <laughs> and uh, I, I think I think we could we could add some stuff. I'm like, what are you on about? I said, I even said at the point, I don't get podcasts. I don't understand them. I don't listen to them. I don't want to hear people talk. I don't want to hear myself talk. <laughs> But here we are. Um, yeah, so he, he had the idea. Um, and then, yeah, it just disappeared. Uh, you know, it could be a, a Netflix murder mystery, the, the, the Tufty Triangle. Uh, it's just, just gone. But he, he is still alive. He is, he is, you know, he's okay, just, just to put the listeners at, at ease. Um, the simple reason is he can't be asked. I think, yeah, I think it's a question between he can't be asked and I don't think his wife allows him. I think he's, uh, he's Ooh, got two young children. No, he's got two yeah, young children. Yeah, he's had another, he's had another kid since, um, he's had another kid since since we, we come up with the idea of the pod, which is really selfish because obviously you've just started a podcast and now you can have another child. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. You, you can only have one baby. The podcast was his baby. So come on, man. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, he, he, I think you're right. His wife clearly calls the shots, and him saying, "I'm just going to go and have half an hour on, you know, on on Zoom with a couple of pals, just talking, to, you know, chewing the chewing the chewing the least moose." Um, <laughs> is he don't get? He's not allowed, is he? He's basically not allowed. Is the is the short answer? Is being is being grounded? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, we've nearly come to that. I mean, there were some other questions. Uh, we, had a, we had a couple more. Uh, David F. have one? He basically asked something, and I can't remember, but it's something along the lines of, you take your toast. I don't think it was exactly worded like that, but it was something about toast. What what toast do you have? I think it's something to do with, you need a certain Where, what one at time bre- of day. A certain one at breakfast and a certain one at sort of dinner time, lunchtime, whatever. I, I won't ever have toast after like lunchtime. Well, you've never had beans on toast in your life after 12 p.m. No, but that's got an accompaniment. I mean, just straight toast. Straight toast. Well, that's what he's asking. You don't have straight toast. You have other toast. Yeah, I I think if if I'm having 
I'd, I'd have straight toast in the morning with just like uh, with just butter on. I wouldn't even have jam or marmalade and just normal toast. And then if I'm like, like you say, if you're having a bit of beans or you're having a fry up, which we, well, we've got a question linked to that in a minute. Well, we just, yeah, then you can start adding things, but you're playing in the morning, David F. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I, I like playing. I'll occasionally have jam in the morning or, or any other time of the day. But yeah, I prefer just buttery toast. It's just a, mm. it's a simple pleasure. Uh, Wilson and Champagne Blade asked five worst players. That's that's that's, that's a podcast in itself, isn't it? I think. Yeah, we, we might do something around like worst players. Worst Although, players. quickly, just do just do one you you particularly hate or one or two. Just just name. So who's the first player that's like it, when somebody says worst ever United player? The first player that pops into your head. Go. Well, I'm biased now because I've been tainted by something I saw earlier. You know, you've got them Daily Blade mm. Twitter accounts. Mm. Daily Blade, blah, blah. They've put one of my absolute well, let's, hated let's do players. it. Let's do it on three, two, one, and see see where we come Got up it. with as, as the first player. There are others that are probably as bad that I forgot about. Like we had players like Mark Blount and Foran and people like, but these guys are who's played enough to like almost. Do you, you know what I mean? I think we're gonna have a different one because this is right, I can't get him out of my head now. Three, two, one. John David Bardsley. Uh, you see. <laughs> I, I'd agree with you, is but I just hated David Bardsley. It was your ultimate sort of long-term loan player that just thought, I'm only here to just like prove that I can do it elsewhere. Yeah, and I'm too good for it. this. Absolute tosser. Hated him. But yeah, Jordan, Jordan Stewart, Stewart terrible. Stewart. He, he was a... He, he remember he did like a, a cross ball that like were meant to go to the right wing. Beasley did this once, but John Stewart did it on the... And, he put it behind for like a corner behind like the, the opposition behind the goal. Yeah. He was a dreadful player. Absolutely dreadful. Player. I had really good stats yeah. on football managers though. I could never understand that. I don't know who we're putting he him to, in. like LA Galaxy, didn't he? Or somewhere in America for a while as well. So yeah. um, we will do another, we will do another, uh, we'll do a pod on like worst players because that's like something we, we love for our negativity. Uh, we got a question from Chief Froley. <laughs> Not, not Chief Steve Froley. Chief Froley. Would you rather have an arse for a forehead or willies for fingers? <laughs> um, I don't think you'd really want an arse for a forehead, would you? Particular. I'd, I'd go willies for fingers, I think. I think I'd go, <laughs> I'd go other way because yeah. your fingers are constantly... What's your reasoning? Your fingers are constantly touching stuff, aren't you? Like grabbing stuff. So if you've yeah, got... Exactly. What yeah, great but, fun. No, but if you've got willies for fingers, so right, so you go to pick up a sandwich in Greg's or wherever, you, you're massaging your sandwich as you pick it up, you suddenly have five things jizzing all over your sandwich because they've been stimulated. Mayonnaise. <laughs> but absolutely appalling. I would rather have an arse for a forehead because, well, Hang I mean... On. Why are you getting so excited over your Greg's sandwich? No, no, because it's stimulation. You're picking it up, you're feeling it, you're grabbing it, you're... You're getting stimulation on your fingers, and your fingers are like responding. They they, they don't know that the fingers; they just think they willies, and they um they think they're rubbing against something else, don't they? I don't know. And uh, yeah, the ask the ask for a thing. Yes, you might shit in your eyes, but I've I've been to Bramall Lane enough. I've seen enough shit in my time to deal with it. You could wear gloves, I suppose, if you had uh, willies <coughs> for fingers as we well. Wear, your ass on your you ass. Wear a cap. <laughs> cap and just sort of gather it. I just think it's on this. Your arse would be on display more, wouldn't it? You can wear a hat though, couldn't you? And then you can't permanently wear a hat to cover your arse forehead. 
Or you can just wear one of them golf visors, like saying, just keep <laughs> if, if it keeps leaking, you've got something to catch it on and keep it out of your eyes. I don't know. It's yeah. it's, it's a conundrum, all right. It's, it's no good it. answer. There's no good answer. No, no, tricky one, tricky one. Uh, next one is from uh, Swanee Blade. A, a Tafty Club and the Mainly podcast just going to keep flirting with each other, you know, touching each other up here and there, you know, almost... With their willies for fingers. With their willies for fingers and their arses for foreheads, which one's going where? Or are they going to get together and produce a crossover podcast that the fans are waiting for? But, but yeah, I mean, I, I think we like their work, they like our work. We also slag them off and they slag them. It's all, a, it's all good, good bands. But what would the crossover be though because they delve into the tv world we just talk nonsense what what would it be about because it can't be i don't think it could be about united that's a bit too obvious a bit too serious what what would the what would the theme of the pod be well luckily roy's already come up with an answer to this and it's to do yet another poll on twitter and ask people to tell us what to do i'd I'd be up for that i think over the summer we could definitely look at um you know uh yeah uh living with tufty (laughs) Living with Tufty, Tufty. But the thing is, I I think 2.4 people on a podcast is your optimal amount. I I think as soon as you get three or more, it's, listeners is stiffing in, stiffing in, stuffing in another um with, with another mini egg. Yeah, maybe, yeah, so maybe I was right. He's stiffing it in. He's got another mini egg bar. Uh, cake thing and he's stiffed it in with his willies for fingers and it's soon going to be coming out of his forehead um, yeah four people in one go all trying to bark over each other it's going to be tricky we might have to do like a wife swap instead mm. do a do a, a two man and a two man I don't know whatever but yeah we ought to do something because obviously the the fans by which I mean one single person Swanee Blade is, uh, is asking for it uh, he had another one. Um, really good question. Um, did he? Oh, I better open it. Mm. Um, my, my, my fictional cafe has on offer a full English breakfast. Uh, very reasonable down at Drumfield. Uh, you can have any five items for £3 with a complimentary mug of tea. What five items would you choose? Um, I'd probably have coffee. I wouldn't have tea, but um, yeah, me five items for £3. Um, sausages got to be there, got yeah. to be there. Bacon got to be there. There you two, you've got to. Well, there's a third that you've got to have as well. Beans have got to be there. That's not my third, but I think it would be in my top five. Yeah. Uh, you going fried t- tomatoes? Just uh, some sort of egg. Oh, I didn't even think about egg. Um, yeah, <laughs> bacon, bacon, so- bacon, bacon, sausage, sausage egg. beans. I'd probably go. I probably would go fried egg. You know, on on a on a proper. Full yeah. English breakfast. I'd probably go Friday, so that's four. The fifth one's tricky because I think I'd have to, even though I, you know, I quite like fried tomatoes, don't mind a bit of black pudding, actually, con- controversial. Yeah. Don't, hash browns are nice. Don't like mushrooms, uh, which I know you do, but I'd, I'd probably just go for toast. It's not a bad call. Well, I think what you've missed here is that I'd, I'd pay £6 and have 10 items. Well, yeah, you could do that. <laughs> Well, but hang on. I, what would your what would your ten items be? The five I've had. I'd, you'd I'd have dub- mushrooms. You'd have fried tomatoes. You'd have ash browns. Who's, what's your other two? I double up on sausage, bacon, and egg because you need to double up on them. Oh, that's cheating now. No. And then, but no, my, my other items. Uh, you've got uh, for me baked beans. Got to 
I'm willing to sacrifice tomato and mushroom even and black pudding. Um, yeah, I, why couldn't he have offered toast as part of the complimentary deal? Because I'd like a bit of hash brown or something like that, or something a bit, yeah, starchy on there. So I don't think I've seen a lot of people say chips. No bullshit, wrong. bullshit. Or like those diced potatoes or something. No, 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 no. You've lost that. You've lost it. No, although hash brown's not a million miles away from that. No, but they're, 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 they're different. I don't mind a bit of bubble and squeak as well if you can't have hash brown, but it's a similar sort of thing. But yeah, I think I think you've got to have some sort of carbs, and I think I would take toast above hash brown. So yeah. He had a bloody third question, Swanny Black. He's a greedy bastard, isn't he? Uh, yeah, go on. Uh, with his third. If you encountered and were confronted by Blaze Legend and Twitter conspiracist, me, Kevin Gage, in real life, would you be all groveling and apologetic like? <laughs> Properly went like artful, does you know? <laughs> or steadfast and I'm repenting in the way you portrayed him on the pod. By I which I mean, I think he'd be, yeah, he's having a go at You've got to answer that because I, I don't think he's as bad as you make out. Have you um, looked at some of his tweets and what he retweets, though? He's a full-on conspiracy I, I've, theorist. I've got rid of him. I've got rid of him. For yeah, the I've got rid of him ages ago. Yeah. COVID and stuff. Uh, I, he's a bit annoying as a pundit, and he, he frustrates me. And he's become a bit of a figure of fun. And we we've probably found it. You know, he's a bit of a vehicle for our pod. We probably do need to lay off him a little bit because um, you know we, we need to be kind to people. We need to be kind. To people. I think if I saw him, I'd just say like it's just banter. You know, if he did a if he did a whole SUTV <laughs> commentary and took the piss out of us, I'd. I'd find that funny I'd quite, I'd quite like that uh, I, I have no problems with that so it's just it's just a bit of fun isn't it yeah I mean if I so him I'd yeah, just deny it ooh <laughs> Tufty Club no I never heard of him mate <laughs> Tufty Club isn't that like a road safety thing no I don't know don't know don't know what you're talking about but because I wouldn't just I wouldn't just turn up and go oh I've, I've made some jokes about you <laughs> if he mentioned it then I would have to say yeah. look Kev um, it's you know, it's it's just a caricature. All I'm doing is inflating things that I see for real. Um, I'm not I'm not doing anything inflammatory. I'm not doing anything, you know. It's just things that you're doing, and I'm just I'm just going with. So if you find it offensive, I'll stop, and then I won't. I'll just do it again next week. But um, no, no, you're right. Be, be hashtag be kind and all that. But yeah, I think. I think some of the stuff is retweeted and, and some, of, some of it is, I mean, if you're going to retweet Julian McKeith, you, you, you get everything you deserve. So, yeah, we don't care, do we? Right. So um, there, there was some other stuff uh, that were really serious from uh, Glacier Hernandez, John Regan, questions about worse signings, kits, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, that a bit too serious for this podcast, and we have answered these questions. I think you you need to send them over to Blaze Pod, lads. They'll they'll answer now. <laughs> I mean, joking apart, we we may do some more serious pods where we we talk about uh, you know signings and best signs, best loans, all that sort of stuff. But uh, I think today was more off, off the wall stuff. I think yeah, I think I think that and and in conjunction with um. Mr. Wilson stroke champagne blades, five worst players. You've almost got a full podcast there anyway, haven't you? About the, the worst everything to do with United kits, grounds we've been to, all that sort of stuff. Although, I mean, we could just do a quick fire one if you wanted to, to keep them happy off the top of your head. Well, I don't know what the question is. Okay, then worst ever. I think it's, it's basically everything like signing, 
Worst ever signing, uh, McBurney. Oh, oh, oh dear. For, for money, for money, yeah. He, he will end up in the like League Two or non-league in uh, five years. That's a that's a huge call. Yeah, I agree though. Uh, worst ever kit. Um, I don't. We've got a full that, podcast that, about this, haven't we? Yeah, we've done that one before. I hated that Blade United one with the V neck, with the round neck. I thought it looked really cheap and nasty. But yeah, there's, that... there's been worse probably. There's, there's, there's been like um, that one, that yellow and green one was terrible. Uh, the wake under, under, I think it was under David Weir. Uh, yep, I'd agree with some of them and some of the awakens who had been appalling. And yeah, worst match. Um, You've taken away some of the like relegation ones. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I don't, you can take away the relegation one. I think for me, you've, you've yeah. hit it, and we're going to cover. I remember it going to the five 0 defeat to Oldham in the 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 role reversal of the uh, LJD uh, Fergal Sharky matches. He called it um, where we lost. McEwen got sacked. Obviously, you you started coming after that. That was abysmal. That was a, like losing five 0 at home. Time. We were really near the bottom of the old. Like really crap crowds. Like at least some of the games recently we've had bigger crowds there. That that was appalling. Uh, that might well, be the worst ever match I've been to at the lane. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, some of the relegation ones, but Wimbledon three 0 away. Mervyn Day. I don't know why I went. It was the most inconsequential, boring. You're obsessed crap by Mervyn Day. You mentioned him two or three twice, times at least like, twice. You know, like wake up, like uh, like seeing him. It's just, it's just, it was just shit. It was just a terrible match. Um, Worst player, worst manager, yeah. Worst worst managers, probably Weir for me. Adrian Heath was bad, but Weir, it was just awful. It was absolutely dreadful. Yeah, uh, Brian Robson weren't very good, but I don't, I don't you know, we, we still had a few all right. At least he signed BT. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was his or, other or one? Bond. Uh, worst ever player. We've done that one, haven't we? Well, that, that was signing, but I think it's oh, a different right. thing. But oh, yeah, I've lost it with it. Yeah, but we will. We'll, 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 we'll do we'll, it in detail. Yeah, God, we've gone on a bit. Well, we did forget just before we finish. CM93 wanted you to uh, sing a, a Kevin Gage <laughs> voice um, of uh, Robbie Savage Gardens, uh, tr- truly, madly, deep, deeply. I th- thing is, I had genuinely forgotten <laughs> about this until I just saw it again on my screen. That is the uh, I want to stand with that one, isn't it? Them with you in a mountain, it is, isn't it? So, <laughs> I, I don't as it starts. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's it, I think. I wanna, no, that's the course. Stand with you in a commentary box. I want to repeat <laughs> uh, pointless phrases, talk rubbish like this forever. I've even wrote the words here, and then you could even end with it until the sky get the gig, not SUTV. <laughs> oh, wrote, very, wrote a verse, very, very clever. Very I'm not clever. singing it, I'm not singing it, I'm afraid. Yeah, well, I'm icing it. Oh, go on then. I think I'm like a performing seal, aren't I? Yeah, like Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. yeah, sing it out because I think we've, we've, uh, we've, we've. Hopefully, we've answered all your questions. Um, some we've done them quite seriously. We've tried to be. Uh, uh, we've not been concise because we've gone on for an hour and forty-five. If anybody is still listening at this point, uh, what I'll do is I'll send you in the post, if you uh, send me a self-addressed envelope, I'll send you a Tufty Club sticker that I'm now holding up. Oh, excellent, uh, yeah. Uh, well, age 
ages ago. I, I don't know why I did them. I had some uh, stick, sticky thing. Uh, up, sticky thing. Pardon? Sticks <laughs> yeah, for fingers again. Sticks for fingers again. And I just printed them out. I was so bored during lockdown. And then I found all these Tufty Club stickers. Like, where was I going to put them? Well, didn't you put one in Peak District? I did. I put a couple in Peak But, yeah, if you want a Tufty Club sticker, send me a... St- I'm not paying for a stamp. So, uh, yeah. Um, there you go. You sent, send him a piss. Hit, hit, so- hit me up. So I'm a, I'm a genuinely singing us out. Yeah, yeah, sing us out. We'll see you on Saturday. I'm at Stoke actually. Uh, you're you're not not making that one, but um, uh, I'm at Stoke. Um, and we'll do a we'll hopefully do a pod. Um, might be Saturday evening. Uh, I'll try not to. I've probably had a couple of beers. So I'm, I'm off to a strong one. Could some people when I've had a few beers. Um, so we'll uh, yeah. So we'll be we'll be back with our after match reactions. And I hope this was a a little uh, a little sort of. Uh, Side sidewalk into our lives. A lovely, a lovely is. diversion. Oh, hang on. One last quick question. Right. You. What is the lowest amount of money you would take to get a full portrait tattoo of Jackie Longthrow dressed as Jesus with the words have faith below it? Um, how big is the tattoo and where's it going? Is that... It says full, I think it said full portrait. I'm, I'm guessing. Well, full portrait? That could be yeah. a very small man, couldn't it? Yeah, so basically, if it's yeah, if it's the size of a nipple, then yeah. Um, then yeah, I'd do it for like a few hundred quid. Oh, I don't think I'd do it a few hundred quid. I, I don't. I'm not a big. I'm not a big. Uh, I'm not into me ink. Um, but I'd yeah, I'd, I'd stick something on me uh, on on me uh, may, maybe on me on me cock finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as it's not a tattoo of a, of an arse on my head, then uh, yeah, maybe a couple of grand. I'd I'd do that. Fair enough. Well, so there you go. Crowdfund it, and um, and you've got a full back of uh, Jackie Longthrow. Right, I'll uh, I'll let you sing sing it out. <laughs> I can't even remember what lyrics you got. Hang on, doesn't it start like "I'll be your dream"? Doesn't it start with that? "I'll yeah, be your dream." Do. I'll be bring, your you bring wish. the ly- bring the lyrics up, and you can do. It I'll, I'll I'll Google it, and I'll make them up on the flight. Hang on. Yeah. I'll be your dream, I'll be your wish, I'll be your fantasy, which you don't want to be. I'll be your hope, I'll be your love, I'll be everything but a vaccine. I love you more and I don't really know the lyrics because they're not loaded. I'll be strong because I'm counting on a new stream that's actually working. And some windows that need cleaning, yeah. I want to sit with you and a sober. I want to see you coming on the stream. I want to look through those dirty windows and talk shite on SUTV. I can't believe it's made up. On the fly, sorry. See you soon, folks. Bye.